Did I trip reg- up over my words? Yeah, you said reg- reget or whatever you said. No, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where the reluctancy comes in. We are your hosts, I am Zach, and I am joined as always by my co-host, who just got caught red-handed trying to hide his booze in the room of requirement, it's Scotty Westside! <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I've got kind of a sick uh, moonshine operation on the side uh, there inside Hogwarts. Um, you Hell know, yeah. These, Do you sell to Trelawney? These, oh, absolutely. She's my best customer. <laughs> um, these these teenage English kids, they fucking, they fucking love them, their booze. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I got, I got that still, you know, doing my moonshine and... Uh, yeah, you gotta find a place to stash it sometimes, you know? Like, there's just, Dumble comes looking for you, and you just gotta stash it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Under the mattress doesn't always work, I guess. Under the mattress, no, no, there's there's too much, there's too many. I guess, if this is the Hogwarts, dumb Hogwarts wizard world, it wouldn't be called Moonshine, they have dumb names for things. What would what would it be called? Um, It would probably be called Shine of the Moon. Shine? <laughs> That's so much worse. Draught of living moonshine. Draught of yeah. I don't know where. Draught of draught of inebriation. That's so bad. That's so so terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. How you doing, man? Uh, I am great. I. You know, just hanging out. I, I have tomorrow off. Tomorrow's a holiday. It's Labor Day, so that's Very sick. Nice. I'm excited for that. Um, that's awesome, man. You're off tomorrow as well, I assume? You know, uh, so I was scheduled off, and uh, I volunteered to work, so I get my vacation pay and my hours worked. Wow, look at you, um, overachiever. Yeah, no, it's it's good. <laughs> I've, got, I've got some goals to hit this month, and I'm very excited about it, so uh, taking, taking the shots while I can, you know? You, Not the you, shots of the moonshine. No, that's <laughs> damn it! Just literally stole my joke. Yes, I you gotta be quick, bro. I was trying. <laughs> you literally wouldn't let me get in word in edgewise. You fucking dick. Uh, uh, yeah. How's how's your week been, pal? Dude, it's been good, man. Uh, good. Amanda's uh, best friend, uh, Tora from El Paso, came to visit. Who is a listener of the podcast? Tora, thank you for listening fucking love you um yeah she came in town and uh we had a lake day with Lindsay and tora and amanda and it was a good time uh we played some board games we drank some alcohol it was it was rad um i also some exciting news i have uh decided to pull my head out of my ass scott uh impossible not, yeah well I, listen listen buddy I pulled my head out of my ass and uh, started <laughs> watching One Piece again. Yay! Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I have only watched a few episodes again as I've gotten back into it, but still uh, some big shit's going on. And yeah. 
As I recall, you rad. last stopped like right in the middle of some serious shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, everybody's up at the uh, the beanstalk. Uh-huh. Jack's fucking beanstalk uh, yeah. fighting, Hell and yeah. it's a mess. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's so cool. Too. You basically, it's like, it would be like if after uh, tonight's chapters, I was just like, you know, I think I'll just take a massive break <laughs> for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, this is a pretty, pretty sick climax here, but I think I'll just put the book down for a couple months uh, are because you, I'm are an you idiot. That, are you saying that this is a pretty sick climax? Maybe we should wait to get into that. Um but I always have six sick climaxes. <laughs> you have six climaxes? <laughs> Just right in a row, one right after the other. They Dude. don't stop. This train don't stop for no one. <laughs> How are you not chafing? Oh, shit, dude. Oh, I never said I wasn't chafing. Come on now. Come on now. You just got to power through the chafing. Power dude. through the chafe. That's what I always say. Power oh, through the chafe. Oh, shit, dude. Chafing um, is temporary. Climaxes are forever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What are we doing oh, here, man? I, the usual, honestly. <laughs> the usual. Um, um, yeah, dude. Oh, I, have, I had another exciting thing kind of sort of happen this week. Okay. Uh, some, uh, some lesser known movies, you might have heard them heard of them before uh called the harry potter series uh of, oh. of films came back to uh the old hbo max they were like hey we're back i don't know where hey remember you were watching this i literally turned on hbo and it was like continue watching because i was in the <laughs> middle of the damn movie when they took it off last time i was like oh thanks thanks app and uh, so i finished it i finished that there harry potter and the order of the phoenix film yikes um, that movie sucks. Yeah, that yeah, that movie blows big time. Yeah, it's not it's it's not good. I mean, like uh, you it's know, bad. I don't go to bat for like almost any of the Harry Potter true, movies, but like true, it, it's bad. Yeah, it's it's real real bad. The I suppose kind of sort of one redeeming moment was the fight in the Ministry, specifically the fight between like all the Dieters and the Order, like in the Death Room. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did not like any other part of the whole ministry. Like they they leave out so much cool stuff. Which, they leave like, out a they leave out like, a bunch of cool stuff. Which I mean, listen, I get it. You're gonna have to cut a lot. It's it's a much shorter movie than the books are. But it's so frustrating though because that's the only good part of the I book. Know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's like how are you gonna just cut out all the good material and just only use the fluff? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that movie was just was just kind of bad the, the okay the a couple small props i will give it uh i thought the woman who played umbridge did a good job oh yeah like i thought she was a good umbridge yeah uh, i think we talked about that a little bit during the book like she receives so much hate just like jack gleason now the dude that played Doc. sure <laughs> yeah that's totally believable uh alan rickman of course always kills it i i still really like the guy that plays dumble I don't here's here's maybe a hot spicy take. I don't love what's his name as serious. Really? Yeah, and I love him as an actor. What is his name? I'm blanking on his name right now. Yeah, I'm uh, blanking on his name as well. Fuck. Uh, oh my god. How, how can Taylor we not Soldier think of this? Spy, fucking yeah. uh isn't he also in Die Hard? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with us? Uh 
Air Force One, bad guy. Yeah, Air Force One, bad guy. <laughs> Jesus, fuck me, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Regardless, I don't love him as serious. Like, I just... I wasn't vibing with his performance for whatever reason. I'm does not sure the, why. The, does he have good in his name? Does he have good in his name? <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a major brain fart and I can't think of it. Uh, but yeah, here's... Gary Oldman. Gary oh, Oldman, Jesus. Gary, close, so close. Gary Zach. Goodman, you know. Gary Goodman. Uh, yeah, do not love him as serious, but... Most of the other actors, aside from the child actors, the child actors are so bad. They're all so, so terrible. Yeah, uh, they're they're not fantastic. You know, so, like, as far as uh, Gary Oldman's performance, I think I also expressed a little bit about this, is, like, he, he does a good job. I mean, you obviously may feel different, but, like, the, my take on it is that he does too good of a job of making Sirius, like, warm and likable. Yeah. And, and it makes you be like, it, it makes people who have only seen the movies be like, yeah, Sirius is a badass. Like, yeah. I fucking love him. And it's like, he, it's not really a great portrayal of Sirius com- compared to like the intention behind his character because he's supposed to be kind of a dipshit, kind of reckless and, and just not put together. That's true. I, honestly, I feel like the movies, especially that one, I'm, I'm trying to remember the others, but I feel like the movies misconstrue a lot of what happens in the books prime example the thing that you asked me about specifically when i texted you and i'd watched it that you said you didn't like the fight between dumble and voldy and no i actually completely hated it wow okay because i feel like it misrepresented what happened in the book to an absurd degree Uh, okay i see like the the context well even, like the content too in the book it was portrayed as dumble was in complete control of that fight from beginning right. to end like voldy right. was throwing everything he had at him and dumble was just like unconcernedly taking a stroll through the park the, the, the there's i remember specifically there's literally a line in the book where it says uh when harry like ran out into the open it was like the first time that dumble looked concerned um mm-hmm through the entire fight. Yeah. Uh, and he's also f- fighting off sort of Bellatrix, even in the book too. Right. But in the movie, it was like, oh no, this is this big epic struggle between Dumble and Voldy and oh, they're struggling so hard against each other. Nah. Right. right. Nah, 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 nah. That is not what happened yeah, in the book at look, all. Look, I, I, I agree with that. But I think it's interesting because I am such a book lover and that mm-hmm. is one of my, you know, like the whole back half of that book is one of my favorite sections sure. right it's i think it's very epic mm-hmm. um and yes i would have preferred to see that light of dumbledore just just in full control yeah, just wrecking um, his ass that's what but i want to see also there's also like a huge element of like that's the first like legit one-on-one like wizard like full powerful wizard duel that we've seen and i just thought it it looked great like it was portrayed well it was not the the intent of the book and, yeah. and what should have happened, but for that reason, I was like, yo, this is fucking cool. And I thought that you would like that. See, I can, I can, I can get with what you're saying there. Like, like, like I'm not mad at, like, the special effects or, like, you right, know, sure. the, the... It's the, just the writing. The fight in and of itself is just that I feel like it completely misrepresented what happened in the books. Sure. Um, well, prepared to be extremely let down um, always <laughs> with those movies, so... <laughs> 
Well, I, yeah, there, that's that's been the theme. Um, but yeah, there there wasn't. Oh, the other thing I was going to talk about that I remember now, uh, where I was talking about how it misrepresents a lot of what happens in the book. Uh, the movies really give you the impression that Harry tried his damnedest to learn Occlumency. Uh, they really put him in the most positive light possible. Uh, but we all know that's not the case. He didn't try at all. Um, yeah. Let's see. There was something else I was thinking of that I was like, that's not how it happened in the book. Uh, you I sound like a true Harry Potter fan now. I, I know, love right? Listen, I love it so- This is Fuck. wrong. This is all wrong. <laughs> I just, I listen. I, I feel bad for anyone who considers themselves a big Harry Potter fan and has not actually read the books. Because honestly, like, listen, I'm not like in love with everything the books do, but they are so vastly superior to the movies. It's like it's not even funny. Yes, they're so Scott. I just, ooh man, my little wee wee is. <laughs> Six to midnight, buddy. Am I making you happy tonight, buddy? Oh, my God, yeah. Are you going to keep making me happy for the rest of this conversation? Uh, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see how that goes. Um, I did want to say that uh-huh. I meant to say this when you asked me how my week is going. Yes. And although I've had an incredible week, uh-huh. today was even better because Amanda brought home Torchy's Tacos. Ooh, hell yeah. <sighs> Best wife torches. ever. Torches yeah. is so fucking good. <laughs> Had some hillbilly queso. It's so great. Every time I go to Torchies, um, and end up you spending come? like twenty bucks on on tacos because I gotta get like six of them, I think to myself <laughs> oh, like, shit. not that many. I'm exaggerating, but uh, it's like a, a I can go to Torchies for lunch on my lunch break at, front, at work, uh, mm-hmm. but it takes up like, like I have to kind of hustle because it's like a good probably like 15 plus minute drive from my work sure um so i don't do it very often but every time i do i'm like i should come here every day this this is so damn good <laughs> it's so good dude it's do so you like i forget do you like the queso i never get the queso oh, i'm not dude. the biggest fan of i love the way how you had to say queso uh queso? what's the that chorizo? chorizo i'm not the biggest chorizo fan and it's like gotcha. loaded with that shit isn't it it does have tr- well the hillbilly queso has it, but the oh. the other one doesn't. Gotcha. There was one more thing that I just remembered I wanted to say about uh, that movie. Uh, Alan Rickman's delivery of a very specific line uh, when when they're they're in when they all get caught in Umbridge's office and Harry that smooth son of a bitch does his whole thing about like they've got Padfoot with the thing in the place. And Umbridge turns to Snape and she's like, what the hell is he talking about? Snape turns around and says, no idea. And Alan Rickman's delivery of that no idea <laughs> is so spot on perfect. And his facial expression is so good. I I, t- I took a picture of his face. I may have to put it up on the Twitter because it's like the yeah. funniest thing ever. I was getting uh, texts from Scott at like one or two in the morning because yeah. he was watching the movie. That's that's and that was things. one of them. It was a picture of Snape's face, and he was like, "Dude, his delivery of that line was Chef's kiss." So also, good. how could you not trust this face? Yeah, it's a face you could absolutely <laughs> trust. Absolutely, uh, I yeah. love I it's love really good. Snape. Well, we better get into these chapters here, bud, because we do have we have a lot to go over. We have a lot, but it's not like these chapters are actually relatively short. They're just dense. Yeah. Um. There's a lot happening, but they're not like crazy long. 
I've been described that way. Definitely not. <laughs> not long, but 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 dense. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, so yeah, so we are starting off with chapter twenty-five. I do not remember what happened at the end of last time, so don't ask me where we last left off. It's it's him and Ginny fell in love. Oh, was that the last thing we got? Yeah, the creature in his Shit. chest roaring in triumph. He grinned down at Ginny and gestured wordlessly out of the portrait again. hole. Don't a long walk in me. the grounds seemed please, indicated, during which, no. if they had time, they might discuss the match. God damn it. God damn it. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> chapter 25. Uh, Hermione still trying to convince Harry of giving up Mr. Prince. Of course, Harry's like, of course I'm going back to get that book out of the room at some point. What are you, crazy? Uh, Hermione is like, anyone whose hobby was making up dark magic is bad news. Uh, she again tries to convince him. She goes the route that it could be a girl and shows him this Eileen Prince character. She found this uh, gal whose name last name is Prince. And she's big on this. Harry's like, nah, 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 nah. I know it's a guy by the way he writes. Trust me, trust me, trust me. I don't trust Harry on anything, but I, I still think he's right. I still think it's Harry. Or <laughs> I still think it's Snape or Voldy. Gotcha. Last time we t- discussed this, you you felt it was more Snape, right? You had switched well, from Voldy to Snape? I'm kind of back to 50-50. I, I, I was okay. like 90-10 in favor of Voldy, but the interaction, I think, between Snape and Harry kind of made me lean more back towards Snape, but I, I think all it did was push it kind of back to 50-50. Okay. All I, right. I think it could be either of them, for sure. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Anyway, Hermione's very determined to figure out who this is. <laughs> Harry also totally sucks at potions now, of course, because he's useless without his Mr. Prince. Uh, but old Horace is just kind of laughing it off because he attributes it to him being lovesick. You know, he's got this new girlfriend, and Horace is like, oh, young love. Ah. Uh, it's real dumb. So really quick, let me interject. Uh-huh. You, you said his Mr. Prince. His Mr. And, Prince, yeah. And uh, <laughs> this reminds me, I meant to say this in the intro. Uh, there, <laughs> I don't know why this happens. Okay. But there have been a few times where I've been talking about you or, or about the podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, As one and does. I'll, and I'll say your name, Scott, or I'll say like, I'll begin to say like my friend Scott. Mm-hmm. And then I'll like quickly realize like, okay, the people that I'm talking with like already know who you are. Uh-huh. They, they, like they know that you're my friend and that we do this podcast. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I all. <laughs> This has happened several times. <laughs> I'll say my and then cut myself short and then just say Scott. My Scott. My Scott. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and Amanda always calls me out on it. She's always like, oh, my Scott. <laughs> Amanda better be jealous. She better watch out. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm your Scott. Uh, that's That makes me all it's warm and so fuzzy funny, inside. <laughs> Even though you're just an idiot, but my I Scott. still appreciate it. That's so funny. You're an idiot. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Harry gets a note from Dumble to come to his office immediately, and he's on his way when he hears a scream and a crash. He finds Trelawney in the hallway outside <laughs> the so room of requirements. She's she's super drunk. She's, she's trying. She's trying to stash all the evidence. We talked about this, of course, in the intro. She's trying to stash all the evidence, all her bottles in the room of requirement. 
But she went in there and someone was already in there, quote, whooping. Uh, and Harry's like... Got some juggalos in there. What? <laughs> so they got some juggalos in there. Is that juggalos what they do? Whoop. They whoop? Yeah, they like whoop, whoop. Okay, fair It's enough. so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Harry's like, so they sounded happy? And her professor Trolley's like, yes, very happy. And Harry's like, as though this voice was celebrating? And she's like, yeah, most definitely. And so she called out who's there. And um, I found this funny. Harry was like, oh, you couldn't have found out who it was without asking? And Trelawney's like, the inner eye was fixed upon matters well outside the mundane realms of whooping voices. Because <laughs> Harry's calling her out on her bullshit. And she's just like, nah, man. That, that's this is too trivial for my powers um, <laughs> so fucking dumb it's real dumb uh so basically she got she got thrown out of the room when she said something um <laughs> he calls her out again she's like the next thing i knew i was tossed out of the room and harry's like and you didn't see that coming and she goes no i did not as i said it was pitch and then she just stops mid-sentence and glares at him <laughs> She stops mid-sentence and says, my Scott. No. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no. No, definitely not. Uh, anyway, she's like, hey, I, or no, sorry. Harry tells her, I think you'd better tell Dumbledore. He ought to know Malfoy's celebrity. I mean that someone threw you out of the room. Because, of course, he's already convinced that this is Malfoy. Uh, could be. Could be Malfoy. Could be. She tells him that Dumble has made it clear he would prefer less visits from her and her omens of doom. Harry still thinks that she could that she should tell him her story and convinces her to come along. She then proceeds to just dump her all her bottles that she was trying to hide in like a nearby giant vase, uh, which is real great, real funny. She just dumps them there instead. And I got a big kick out of that. So, as they're walking, Trelawney is, like, for whatever reason, telling Harry about how she got hired. Uh, And now Harry is, like, paying attention to what she's saying because this is the prophecy. The prophecy concerning him and Voldy. Um, And she's kind of telling this story and she says, But then we were rudely interrupted by Severus Snape. (laughs) And Harry's like, What? And she says, yes, there was a commotion outside the door and it flew open and there was the rather uncouth barman standing with Snape who was waffling about having come the wrong way up the stairs, though I'm afraid that I myself rather thought he had been apprehended eavesdropping on my interview with Dumbledore. So, uh, this... This is a big deal. This is a, a pretty big reveal here. Um, maybe just a little bit. Maybe just a little bit. Uh, so Trelawney keeps going for a second, and then she's like, Harry, like, are you okay? Harry is... Every, all the information in his mind is now like gone. Every, everything that's happening. He has having this realization that it was Snape who overheard the prophecy... Snape, who had carried the news of the prophecy to Voldemort, and basically is 
Whether whether you want to call it directly or indirectly responsible for his parents' deaths. Um, Harry runs off. She's like, hey, I thought we were going to go see the headmaster together. Harry's like, just basically screams at her to stay here and runs off without her. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Big, big, big reveal there. Harry busts into Dumble's office. And Dumble's just kind of like, hey, man, you ready to go? Uh, Harry is so mad that he has almost forgotten what is happening. Uh, But Dumble has indeed found one of the Horcruxes. He's not sure which, but he says he's pretty sure it's not the snake of that he can feel confident. He says it's in the cave where young Tom Riddle tormented uh, those children that we learned about so long ago in the pensive. And Harry's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm definitely coming. I'm definitely coming. Uh, he he is so angry at Snape that he's just like, yeah, I fucking absolutely want to do something desperate and risky. <laughs> that, that seems cool <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, so Dumble asks him, he's like, what's happened to you? Harry tries to lie to him, sell, tell him nothing. Dumble's like, no, what has upset you? Uh... And Harry's like, I'm not upset. And Dumble's like, listen, dude, you were never good at Occlumency. <laughs> I can totally find <laughs> out if I want to. Just fucking tell me, basically. Uh, so then Harry's like, Snape! Uh, Snape's what happened. He told Voldemort about the prophecy. It was him. He listened outside the door. Trelawney told me. So Dumble says, listen, Professor Snape made a terrible... And Harry cuts him off, says, don't tell me it was a mistake. He was listening at the door. Dumbledore, please let me finish, Harry. Professor Snape made a terrible mistake. He was still in Lord Voldemort's employ on the night he heard the first half of Professor Talani's prophecy. Naturally, he hastened to tell his master what he had heard, for it concerned his master most deeply. But he did not know. He had no possible way of knowing which boy Voldemort would hunt from then onward or what the parents he would destroy in his murderous quest were. People that Professor Snape knew that they were your mother and father. Harry doesn't believe this. He hated my dad like he hated Sirius. Haven't you noticed, Professor, how the people Snape hates tend to end up dead? You have no idea of the remorse Professor Snape felt when he realized how Lord Voldemort had interpreted the prophecy, Harry. I believe it to be the greatest regret of his life and the reason that he returned. So, this this is heavy stuff, but something about this doesn't sit fully right with me. Okay. And to to what degree? What do you what do you mean? So, If this if this really was like the greatest regret of Snape's life um for 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 a long time let me let me start over for a long time now we have been told that uh the reason that Snape is predisposed to hate Harry and like constantly gives him shit is because of how much he hated his father correct Right. Um, if this was the greatest regret of his life that he got 
James and Lily Potter killed. Mm -hmm. I don't buy the idea that he would then have so much hatred still towards James Potter that he would then still hate Harry by proxy. If he truly did regret this, if this was the greatest regret of his life, I feel like it would be like he would feel a responsibility towards Harry. Now, that does line up partly with Snape saving his life in, what was that, book one? Book one, yeah. But... It just something about this. I, I maybe I just don't have all the information I need yet. Okay. Or there's just something about Snape's motivation and the way he's acted toward Harry to this point not ringing true. Maybe Dumble is full of shit here. Maybe he's feeding Harry a line, or maybe he's mistaken. Or maybe Snape's fooled Dumbledore. Or maybe Snape's fooled Dumbledore. But something, I, 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 like I said, I don't have the full picture yet, so I don't know if this is intentional or if this is like kind of poor motivation writing. I don't, I don't know how to phrase it, but there's something about the, right, this that doesn't sit right with me. Okay. I, tru- I truly feel like if this truly was Snape's greatest regret of his life, he would act the exact opposite towards Harry that he does. He would feel, like, responsible. I think that... Look, uh, okay. Because, obviously, I do understand the full scope of it. Mm -hmm. So, I would just say this. I would say that... Part of the reason that that you love Snape's character so much is because you know nothing about him. Is because you're... You you don't... You don't have a true understanding of like his. You know, I like, love the way you phrase that. Like, you're just a real dummy. You don't fucking know no, anything no, about no, no, him, no, no, so no, you no, like no. him. You, you're an you, idiot. <laughs> you you like how he is clearly like, uh, he could go either way. You don't know much about him. Yes, I mean that's not the only reason I like him, but I do like that aspect. Yes. Right. You have still, even this far in, although you have your assumptions of what is true to Snape's character, what is true to the biggest regret, you know, whatever, Uh you still don't know a lot about him as a man. Sure. And I think think that, in my opinion, I think it fits in... Once once you do have all those pieces in place. And that's fine. Like I said, I want to preface this with, I do not have all the information yet. Sure. So this could come to more light here, but I don't fully buy what Dumbledore's selling here. Right. And I guess we'll leave it at that. So uh so Harry argues what we've we've kind of talked about and touched on before. Uh that Dumble knows Snape is great at Occlumency. How can he be so sure that Snape is on their side? Dumble does give this some brief thought and tells him that, listen, we've discussed this before, and I've I've told you once, I'll tell you a million times, I trust Severus Snape completely. Harry says he knows Snape and Draco are up to something. He asks how Dumble can just leave the school unprotected when he leaves and thinks Draco has completed whatever he's been working on. 
Dumble gets pissed at this. Uh, he stays calm about it, but you can tell he's he's pretty pissed. Yep. Enough, said Dumbledore. He said it quite calmly, and yet Harry fell silent at once. He knew that he'd finally crossed some invisible line. Do you think that I have once left the school unprotected during my absences this year? I have not. Tonight, when I leave, there will again be additional protection in place. Please do not suggest that I do not take the safety of my students serious. seriously, Harry. Uh, I didn't, mumbled Harry, but Dumbledore just cuts him off. I do not wish to discuss the matter any further. I, I love it when Dumbledore gets this way, when his, like I said, his seemingly limitless patience with Harry's dumbassery finally runs out, and he's like, <laughs> you little fucker, you think I suck at my job and I don't care about my students and my school? Dude, you little ha- shit. Harry's a fucking emotional wreck right now, bro. Think about what he just what he just uncovered. True, and I would I would be more willing to buy that argument if this wasn't like the 70th time that he's... Uh, crossed these lines and Dumbles had to kind of get a little short with him. It hasn't happened that many times, but it has happened several times before. Sure. Um, But I think this is super cool. Dumble, you know, of all the things that Dumble takes very seriously, like the implication that he doesn't care about, and, you know, has, has fully thought out the protection of his school and his students is, uh, you know, obviously very important to him. Right. Um, if only you know people weren't coming close to dying like every other day. Yeah, I was I'd about buy to say that there's more. some jokes to be made but, here. <laughs> yes, there's definitely some. Uh, but listen, I I appreciate the sentiment I guess from Dumble, even if sometimes it's like, mm, really, do you but? really? <laughs> do you really though? Do you really? Uh, so Dumble still asks him if he still wants to come with him. Harry at this point is like, shit, he's not gonna let me come with him now. Uh, but he still asks him, and Harry says yes. Dumble says he must follow all his orders immediately and without question, no matter what. He, like, goes back and forth to Harry for a second. He's like, you better promise me, motherfucker, you little lion shitbag. <laughs> I don't care what I tell you to do. You better do it and do it immediately. And Harry agrees. Uh, Dumble tells him to grab his invisibility cloak and meet him in the entrance hall. In entrance hall, excuse me. So Harry runs back to his room. Uh, he grabs his OP map and his liquid luck. He runs down, gives it to Ron and Hermione, and hurriedly explains what's happening. He thinks that Snape will know about and circumvent whatever extra protections that Dumble has. Uh, because, of course, he's big mad at Snape and he doesn't care what protections Dumble has in place. He thinks uh, they're not going to work. He tells them to round up the DA members, take a little luck each, and to watch, uh, like, Draco and Snape's movements. I have to say, I, I, I really like... I've said this before. I think I've said this in maybe in the Order of the Phoenix, like, when they get to the Ministry. Like, mm-hmm. it's moments like this that I'm like, okay, these are, the, these are the characteristics that I like about Harry. Although, I, I think it's... I agree with like how it's a little bit annoying that like he doesn't trust Dumble and you mm-hmm. know like he's a little shithead because of that. Um, he feels this like need to protect right his 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 friends and and whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, that's 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 the Gryffindor thing, right? Like he can't do nothing, right? He can't just sit back and do nothing. He has to constantly be stirring the pot, taking action, 
Right. Um, I mean, e- even to the extent of like when he starts explaining and and uh, when both like I'm looking at it right now, both Ron and Hermione showed every sign of interrupting him. Like when he brought up Draco mm-hmm. about whatever, and he like cuts them off, and he's like, "No, fucking listen to me. Like yeah. this is what's going on." Like I like the taking charge attitude if there's direction, right? And he has like. Like, hey, this is what I need from you guys. He's giving them orders. He has a plan. He's giving them orders. Uh, it's not just, like, mindless, you know, oh, do whatever, do something. You know, there's there's definitely direction to it, and there's definitely a, a you know, a reason to the madness. For sure. Like, I mean, you know, it, it's not like he just leaves them kind of hanging high and dry. You know, he has this map for him. He's got the liquid luck, and he seems to have a plan for him. They've got yeah, they, all the power-ups. They're playing on God mode. Right, exactly. <laughs> they they do kind of protest, but yeah, he, he doesn't really even give them the chance. They they try to protest, I guess you should, should say. Um, But yeah, that's, that's his plan. And uh, he gives them all this shit and goes down to Dumble. Dumble has him put on the invisibility cloak. And they go to Hogsmeade like Dumble is going to have himself a nice nightcap. Um, Dumble asks him if he can apparate. And Harry's like, yeah, I can, but I don't have a license. Dumble's like, it's cool. I'll guide you. And off they go. And that is the end of the chapter. Yeah, buddy. So I, I was going to mention this before, but this these chapters are like the Harry and Dumble show. Like, mm-hmm. 90% aside from a few short uh uh fucking cameos from a couple other characters this is like the Harry Dumble buddy cop comedy part of this <laughs> fucking book not much comedy happening there's a little but uh yeah this is this is this is our guys and we're riding through them with them through this section so chapter 26 the cave. The cave. Oh, hold on. Did you just take note of a chapter name? Is that the first time in history ever? No, it's like the second time in history ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard not to when the chapter is just titled The Cave and the picture at the top of the chapter is just a picture of them standing outside a cave and they're in a cave the entire time. I mean, come on. How could I forget okay, this? Okay, all right. So, uh... So they're on this rocky outcropping, outcropping. God damn it, outcropping. <laughs> they're outcropping. Yeah, they're they're out taking a dump, and uh, <laughs> outside this cave, uh, Dumble tries to explain this. This is real stupid, by the way. I I was like, fucking come on, are you serious right now? Oh, he tries, why they why they swim? Well, no, how he's like. He's, like, explaining basically how it took him so long to find this cave because it's, like, so out of the way. And he's, like, yeah. He tries to explain how Tom and the couple of kids that he terrorized got there via magic because he says, like, oh, no muggles could possibly get here unless they were extremely good mountaineers. And I'm, like, how does someone who doesn't even fully understand that he's using magic navigate a extremely difficult cliff with two other young children in two in tow with magic exactly uh, explain to me exactly matter. what it spells doesn't matter voldy was using by Levy the way he corpus. doesn't even know spells are a thing yet but he somehow what levitates them down there what is he doing it doesn't matter scott just just 
just take it for what it is. Fine, but it really stuck stuck out to me because she like actually if she had just breezed past it, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. But she takes like five minutes of Dumble trying to explain like, yeah, this this is not even muggles could get here, and somehow Voldy fucking magic to these children down here. It's real dumb. It's real real dumb. Look, anyway, and at the beginning of the first book, we learned that somehow Harry has like without even intending to he's either one teleported or floated uh like mm. when he ended up on the top of the school and yeah. if voldemort if tom riddle had even some minuscule control of how to activate like those areas of his power which it sounds like he did then why could the same not apply to them no no what happened to harry was dumb too that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> okay um anyway they swim inside, and uh, Dumble, there is a bit here about Dumble drying Harry's clothes. I think I complained before about how there had to be a drying spell in, in an episode a long time ago. So I was, I was happy to see it here. I was like, I fucking knew there was a drying spell. <laughs> and sure enough, Dumble does it for him here. I, lo- uh, I love how Dumble doesn't realize like that he hadn't hooked him yeah. up yet, and yeah. Harry's just standing there sopping wet. Like. <laughs> it's like a good five minutes of him just sitting there shivering before Dumble's like, oh, shit, my bad, bro. I gotcha. I, <laughs> I forgot gotcha. you suck. Yeah, I, <laughs> I forgot, forgot you, you don't know do this yourself. anything. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so they're looking for a way in. Dumble, I love this little detail. He seems very disappointed in how crude Voldy's defenses are. I love it. Yes, I love that attitude. He's just like, seriously, bro, that's what you, that's the thing. You suck, my guy. That's basically his reaction. They have to pay a blood price. And he's just like, he, he pulls the whole Obi-Wan thing. Probably not the only uh, fucking parallel I will draw to Obi-Wan in this episode. Uh <laughs> Oh, but uh, he does the whole like Obi-Wan thing where he uses the blaster to kill Grievous. And he's just like so uncivilized. That's how I that's how I pick up Dumble here where he like cuts open his arm to pay the blood yeah, price. And definitely. he's just like so uncivilized. I, I also like <laughs> I this is the first time I've ever acknowledged it. I'm sure it's because of our, our like you and I going through the books together. Mm-hmm. But I kind of also appreciate that like paying a, a blood price like in seriousness like is kind of like a little corny now right like yeah like it's like oh okay and i kind of sure. appreciate that dumbledore fucking dunked on it for <laughs> he, us so it's does. like okay cool <laughs> he dunks on it big time uh but yeah dumble pulls out a knife and i'm like yeah he saw how formidable morphin was with a wand and a knife my dude is fucking prepared hell yeah hell yeah he's dual wielding oh my god he picked dude. up some tricks from morphin when they were in the pensive i i didn't think you were going to bring jokes to this episode <laughs> But I guess I'm a fucking idiot for sure. You should know better than that. (laughs) I I always got jokes, baby. I mean, they're mostly terrible. They're mostly (laughs) all terrible. But uh, I I will have them regardless. (laughs) Um, So they go into this massive underground lake chamber uh, where there's something like glowing in the middle. And Dumble says, hey, this I think that's the Horcrux glowing there. Um. This place is like cool. Bit. It's it's very coolly described this whole Oh yeah. like underground lake chamber. You know what it reminded me of? It I had the image there's it's kind of a it's kind of a tossed away shot, but it's an incredibly cool shot. It's at the very beginning 
of Two Towers when uh, Gandalf is fighting the Balrog and they're falling, 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 and they fall like into this massive like chamber where they're about to fall in the water. And the camera is like pulled way back, and you can see just the tiny like glow of the Balrog falling extremely, extremely slowly. Basically, like, you know, demonstrating this fucking chamber is like enormously massive. massive. Yeah. And it's such a cool fucking shot. And that's that's how that's what I was reminded of when I was reading about Hell yeah. this. That's cool. And I was like, that's such a cool shot. Um, anyway, those are good movies. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Harry suggests they should try and summon uh summon the the Horcrux to him. He's like, "Hey, let's try summoning it." And Dumbo's like, "Sure, bro. Give it a shot. I don't think it'll work, but doesn't hurt to try. You do you." Uh he tries to accio Horcrux and it doesn't come, but something jumps comes. out of out That of was the water. me. What? <laughs> what did you say? You you said you said he tries to summon it. It doesn't come, but oh no! Oh no! I was like, something came. That was me. That was me. God damn it! Uh, Oh, you're the worst. (laughs) Anyway, something jumps out of the water and then back into it. And Dumble says something very vague about what the things are, implying there are, in fact, many things, not just the one thing. So they find this boat, and uh, Harry's like, dude, this boat is tiny. It doesn't look like it was built for two people. Will it hold both of us? Will we be too heavy? And Dumbledore just kind of laughs at this. He's like, Voldemort will not have cared about the weight, but about the amount of magical power that crossed the lake. I rather think an enchantment will have been placed upon this boat so that only one wizard at a time will be able to sail in it. Dumble is dunking on Harry so hard here, unintentionally, Dude, and I fucking I love it. <laughs> he says, Harry's like, well, but then, and Dumble's like, no, 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 no. I do not think you will count, Harry. You are underage and unqualified. (laughs) Voldemort would never have expected a 16-year-old to reach this place. I think it is unlikely that your powers will register compared to mine. (laughs) It's so good. He's simultaneously... You see that tiny little wee-wee between your legs? Yeah, no way. Yeah, you see the tiny little wee-wee? Oh, He's simultaneously flex master flexing and dunking on Harry at the same time. It's very, very good. Uh, and then Dumble adds on at the end, like, very quickly. He's like, uh, Voldemort's mistake, Harry. Voldemort's mistake. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> Age is foolish and forgetful when it underestimates youth. Uh, now, you first this time. Be careful not to touch the water. He keeps telling this motherfucker to not touch the water. Does so Harry what's listen? Happen, Scotty? He listens for a while, but yes, Harry will touch the water because he's an idiot. <laughs> so they're crossing the the lake here, and Harry is like, uh, "Professor, I I think I saw a dead body in the water." <laughs> Tumbles like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did, but we don't need to worry about them yet." 
<laughs> he's like, yet? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh... He says, not while they are merely drifting peacefully below us. There is nothing to be feared from a body, Harry. Any more than there is anything to be feared from the darkness. Lord Voldemort, who of course secretly fears both, this little bitch boy, disagrees. But once again, he reveals his own lack of wisdom. It is the unknown we fear when we look upon death and darkness, nothing more. We've talked about this several times. I think we talked about it with Jake. Uh, and I think we've talked about it a couple of the times that people always fear the unknown and what they do not understand. So I thought that was a good line here from yeah, Dumbledore. Definitely, Dumbledore has some. I, I I know that both of us have said this and talked about this before, but Dumbledore just has some fucking amazing lines. Great quotes in this series, and uh, a lot of them have to do with that: the unknown, the mind, death, love. The dude is just like. Just, like, has his shit together, and he, like, just so, he's he's very good at, like, succinctly summing up and putting to words, like, you know, ideas and stuff like this, and it's, yeah, he's he's got some banger of some quotes for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, Dumble's like, yeah, 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 once we take the Horcrux, they'll be less than agreeable. But they fear light and warmth, so we'll we'll use fire on these bitches. Don't you worry about it. So they get to the center island, and there's this basin with a potion in it that they can't touch or seemingly affect with magic in any way. Dumble tries a bunch of different stuff on it, um, and then he's just like, well, I guess I'll just have to drink it instead. <laughs> Which is Dude. very funny to me <laughs> that he just jumps to that. Uh, Harry's like, nah, nah, nah. This'll kill you for sure, bro. You can't drink this. Dumb was like, nah, 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 nah. Voldy wouldn't want to kill anyone who got this far right away before finding out how they knew about Horcruxes and how they got this far and blah, blah. He's like, hey, he would have want to kept him alive to question him and then kill him later. So uh, he tells Harry, undoubtedly, this potion must act in a way that will prevent me from taking the Horcrux. It may paralyze me, cause me for, to forget what I am here for, create so much pain I am distracted, or render me incapable in some other way. This being the case, Harry, it will be your job to make sure I keep drinking, even if you have to tip the potion into my protesting mouth. You understand? Uh, Harry's like, oh shit he's like is this why Dumbledore brought me so that I could force feed him a potion and Dumbledore's like listen bro you remember the condition on which I brought you with me right like you fucking promised Harry's really regretting that now yeah Harry's really really regretting that. Harry's had a, really struggling with this he's having a hard time he's like well why can't I drink it instead of you and Dumbledore's like cause I'm much older cleverer and less valuable than you. And I'm like, well, two out of three ain't bad, Dumble. <laughs> um, you got two out of three right. You're batting 666. That's not bad. Zach's favorite number anyway. So I was <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but people are going to think I'm actually a Satanist. And it's probably not great for our and audience. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so he makes Harry promise to make him drink it all. And then Harry does, and he starts. Uh, this scene is real intense. Uh, Hell we've, yes, it is. We've never really seen Dumble afraid or in pain. 
or just like not in control of things God, before. Dude, yes. Um. So yeah, this scene is like powerful because he is like literally begging Harry to like just stop, just to you know, don't make me drink it. He's right. like begging for any kind of reprieve. He begs for death at one point. Yep. Um. Harry, to his credit, big props for him for a while. He dutifully keeps making him drink it. He keeps just lying to Dumbledore. He's like, no, no, this is the last one, I promise. And then just keeps giving him more. <laughs> Telling him, no, this, this isn't a make it stop. This is water. This yeah. This will make you feel better, I promise. And yeah, it's, it's an intense-ass scene for sure. I will say, credit where it's due, and I don't do this often with the movies, but uh, they, they nail this do they? in the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah they do. Uh, the, the actual scene, like the actual, um, sorry, not scene, the actual location, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think it definitely fits like the ominous, uh, dark, massive cave feel, mm-hmm. but it does leave something to be desired. In my head, I picture this place massive, massive, sure. massive. Yeah. Um, Same, yeah, like what I talked about with the ballroom. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah, to to the T, really. Um, and it does get dwarfed a little bit, but but specifically the force feeding the potion, mm-hmm. they they do a very good job. Okay, that's good to know. I look it's, forward it's to seeing heavy. That. So, uh, they've almost emptied it. Um, in fact, there's mention, quick mention, I, I almost missed it, of, like, a locket being, there's still, like, some little bit of potion left, but, like, there's a locket now visible in, like, the bottom of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dumble goes unconscious, he, or he seems to go unconscious, uh, and then he comes to and he begs Harry for water. Harry, this is where he makes the big, big mistake and dips the cup in the lake to get him water. And I'm like, yeah, nothing like a nice, tall, refreshing glass of corpse water. Uh, He fucking knows that lake is full of actual literal corpses. So that must be very refreshing. And uh, of course, you know, Dumbledore told him, hey, don't fucking touch the water like a billion times. So, of course, as soon as he does this, uh, the Inferi, these zombie-ass son-of-a-bitches, start coming out everywhere. Uh, <laughs> you talked about me not coming prepared with jokes, uh, or you didn't think I would be. I, I was very torn here, I'll have you know, between a, a Pokemon joke and a Johnny Cash joke. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Here we go. Maybe I'll just try them both. Uh, Charizard, I mean, Dumble uses fire spin. It's super effective. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, Dumble summons this big ol' fire, fire tornado fire spin. It's literally fire spin. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my Johnny Cash joke would have been, you know, going down, ring, down, ring down in a burning ring of fire. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's my joke. Scott, uh, we're so happy to have you here. Is this me getting fired? Was that the last straw? <laughs> Listen, it's it's not us, it's you. It's definitely me. It's <laughs> definitely me. Uh anyway, uh the uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry's like, oh, Harry had tried to like use his dumb Mr. Prince spells on the in fairy because he only knows spells that Mr. Prince taught him now. 
Um, but yeah. he forgot his type advantages. You know, use fire. Dumbledore literally told him, hey, they're weak to fire. Use fire, bitch. And he tries to sectum sempra or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it is. Then. Yeah. Uh, he's an idiot. But anyway, Dumble's back on his feet. Um, apparently that corpse water did the trick real good. And uh, he scoops the locket out of the basin as he keeps Harry and himself safe with the burning ring of fire. Not my asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you eat chili dogs again? I know. It's just always burning. Oh, I did have torchies tacos. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that'll do <laughs> I might it. have a burning ring of fire later. You will absolutely have a burning ring of fire tonight. Um, so Dumble keeps the fire up as they go back across the water. Uh, yeah, this is where Harry's like, oh shit, I'm sorry. I forgot about the fire. Uh, and he apologizes. Uh, anyway, Dumble is super weak as they get back to the other side and they get out. Uh, Harry starts carrying him out, helping him swim out. And he's like, don't worry, professor. We'll, we'll get out of here. And Dumbledore with... The sweetest line he's ever said. He says, so I am not heavy. worried, Harry. His voice a little stronger despite the freezing water. I am with you. Aww. Dude, it's so good. Fuck off, Scott. It's so good. <laughs> it would be good if it wasn't like this dipshit is nearly useless. He he Look, fed him the potion good. I'll give him credit. Fuck. Fuck you and your bullshit. I will not stand for it. It is incredible. It is touching. It's so true to Dumbledore's character for his belief in Harry. And okay, like fair. Wanting, like, it's so good. So you can fuck right the hell off. Okay, most of that is fair. It's true to Dumbledore's character. It is touching. And Harry <laughs> it's did just wrong. And Harry did good feeding him that whole potion. But he he was like. One step forward and two steps back, as usual. He fucking touched the water after Dumbledore told him, and he couldn't remember the fucking fire jutsu. Uh, <laughs> so he's 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 overall an idiot. He's a negative one. <laughs> you you are the worst. I mean, is it really taking you this long to figure that out? Uh, that's the end of the chapter. By the way, we're like I said, these chapters are not long. They are dense. Uh, this one. Extremely dense. Chapter 27. Bit of a doozy. I, I so don't... So this is... I'm going to go ahead and implement this now. Okay. Uh, this chapter is called The Lightning Struck Tower. Okay. You just... You uh, are apparently only taking note of good chapters and... Okay. Uh, I'm just going to take care of you, that for you because you, you didn't. Want, you almost missed it. <laughs> you just want me to burn that into my memory. Um, it's so good. Yeah, this chapter's something. Um, holy shit. Uh, I don't. I didn't. When we started this episode, I almost was like, sh- should should we just address the giant elephant in the room of what, what happened? But we can't. I, I feel like I always want to. <sighs> approach things as they happen Mm -hmm. and you know at the end we can fully unpack this but yeah holy shit so um chapter 27 they they apparate back to hogsmeade um dumble all kinds of fucked up harry is like are you okay (laughs) he has a good line here he says 
He, I've been better. That potion was no health drink, unfortunately. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, this guy even even really hurt, and he's got jokes. He's got jokes. So uh, Harry's like, hey, hey, you wait here. I'll get Madame Pomegranate. But Dumble adamantly tells him, no, he needs Severus. Um, Madame Rosemerta comes out to help them. And she's like, no, 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 you can't go to the school right now. Uh, check that shit out. Uh, the Dark Mark has appeared above Hogwarts, apparently. Scotty, I need some real-time some real time emotion here. What When you read that, were you like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, shit, for sure. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, the Dark Mark, like, the implication with it is like when they've killed someone, right? That that is the implication, yes. Right, that's what I thought. So I was like, "Oh shit, um, what is going on?" Dumbledore was Harry actually right? Dumbledore's protections didn't work. Someone got killed at Hogwarts. Uh, kind of, sort of, and yes, no, maybe <laughs> in some order there. I mean, uh, it, it 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 was a ruse. Yes, the, the dark the, mark that, is a ruse. Yeah, uh, but also it. Not one, but at least two die. So, but again, we'll we'll get to that in due time. Um, but it's it's only been up for a few minutes. Um, Dumble gets like some sort of determination, adrenaline boost from this, and he's like, "We we have to fucking go back now. Give us brooms. Give us transport." They get brooms from Madame Rosemerta, and Dumble tells her to warn the Ministry, and they fly off towards the school um harry here he's he's thinking to himself he worries if him telling them to patrol the halls uh you know ron and hermione the da he worries that he has caused the death of another one of his friends and i'm like yeah (laughs) with your track record you should be worried about that god damn it scott I mean, come on. Let's get our head in the game, Scott. I, my head is always in the in vicinity of the game. <laughs> maybe not in, in it. It's in the general vicinity of the game. Your head's in the general vicinity the of my general, ass. Yes, general knowledge. Um, They land at the Astronomy Tower. This is where the Dark Mark is. Is the Astronomy Tower the same thing as the Lightning Struck Tower? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um... Dumble, they land, Dumble is like clutching his chest. He's he's still in a real bad way. He tells Harry to stay invisible because he's got his uh, invisibility cloak, of course. And he's like, bring Severus to me immediately. He's going to stay there. Harry's about to open the door to go down. When it busts open, uh, Harry like steps back. He hears someone running on the other side of it. It busts open and someone... Expelly Blast Dumble's wand out of his hand and over the edge. Dumble had wasted the precious few seconds he had here to non-verbally freeze, like freezing spell, an invisible Harry, so he wasn't yeah, he, able... Uh, Petrificus totalises him. Sure. Like uh, petrification. So basically he couldn't defend himself. He was busy doing this spell... And that's why this person that busted through was able to knock his wand out of his hand and over the edge. And who could it be? Dun, 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 but it is Draco. 
So we have a invisible Harry who's just frozen, leaning up against the wall, just propped up like a damn statue. Uh, a poor super weak dude, man. Poor fucking dude. A super weak, wandless Dumbledore. And Draco. A very panicked uh, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> I loved this line. Dumbledore. Calm as a cucumber, though, through this whole thing. Well, well, said Dumbledore, as though Malfoy was showing him an ambitious homework project. <laughs> <laughs> Very good indeed. You found a way to let them in, did you? Uh, Malfoy's like, yeah, I'm fucking cool as shit right under your nose, and you never realized. Ingenious, said Dumbledore. Yet forgive me, where are they now? You seem unsupported. They met some of your guards. They're having a fight down below. They won't be long. I came on ahead. I've got a job to do. Dumbledore, again, just so calm and collected to this whole thing. Well, then you must get on and do it, my dear boy. Uh, silence. Harry, shocked at this. Uh, he obviously cannot move, cannot speak, cannot do anything. Draco, also seemingly petrified, he just kind of stands there and stares at Dumbledore for a while. Dumble smiles back at him and says, Draco, Draco, you are not a killer. So Draco and Dumble are kind of having this battle of words, battle of words, battle of wills going back and forth as basically Dumble tries to talk Draco down from the ledge, so to speak. Uh, You know, trying to persuade him, listen, this isn't you. You're not a killer. Don't do this. Right. And Draco trying to convince Dumble ostensibly, but really himself, that he is capable of doing this. Um, Draco's like, listen, I can do this. You don't know what I've done. <laughs> Dumble. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you've done. You mean like uh, nearly killing Katie Bell and Ron Weasley and, oh, trying to kill me all year? Uh, well, you're real shit at it, bro. You were never close. <laughs> Right. Just kind of dunks on him for a little bit here. He's like, maybe your heart's not in it. Uh, Draco gets real pissed at this. Dumble does admit uh, he did think it was impossible that Dieters could get into the school. Um, He's like, I was prepared, though. There are order members here as well. So this is who Draco was talking about when he said, like, your guards, whatever. There are mm-hmm. order members also in the school. They, I'm assuming these are the precautions he always took. He must have always had order members come in whenever he left. Right. Um, but basically, he's like, listen, I've got order members here. If you're going to do it, you better get on with it. Um, I'm unarmed. I'm at your mercy. If you're going to fucking do it, do it, bitch. Uh, but Dumble says, Dumble's like, listen, I think you're afraid to kill me. Killing is not as easy as the innocent believe. And here Dumble gets him talking. He gets him to do the villain monologue thing. He's like, hey, how'd you, how'd you get them Dieters in? And Draco, because he, he doesn't seem to want to go through with this, is more than willing to stall and tell him. It was through this broken, vanishing cabinet uh, that's been, like, mentioned several times in several books. Uh, apparently, they, like, have a twin, like a pair. They come in a pair. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And the other pair is at Borgen and Burks. So this is what obviously Draco was talking about with your boy Bergen. <laughs> Bergen. Borgen. Yeah. Uh <laughs> And um, the one at Hogwarts is broken. I think even didn't is is this? Did Harry hide his fucking book inside? No, he he hid it like like next to it. Okay. Like he he mentions he looks over. He saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got okay. like it's got like a statue head on top with like a tiara and the cabinet and like like he goes through this very descriptive thing right, to talk right. about the the fucking vanishing cabinet. Yeah. So basically, Draco, what he was working on on all school year was he had to fix it. But once he fixed it, they could come through. Uh, repairman extraordinaire Draco Malfoy. Call him for all your magical carpentry needs. It, it might just take him seven months, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, timelines are not an issue. He'll get the job done. Um, good work takes time, Zach. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Which is why we're we are terrible at this. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Our so, listeners are like, preach. Preach it. Uh, Draco asks why Dumble didn't stop him if he knew he was behind all this shit. And Dumble's like, I tried. I had Snape keeping an eye on you. Draco's like... Snape's a double agent, you stupid old man. Dumble's just kind of like, eh, agree to disagree. I trust Severus. Draco's like, well, you're an idiot. Snape has been offering me help all year, but I haven't told, I didn't tell Snape everything. I wasn't about to let him get all the glory, and Snape won't be the Dark Lord's favorite after tonight. Uh, throughout this talk, Dumble is getting weaker and weaker. He keeps like slipping down the wall. He's leaning against, and here I put in my notes, or is it a ruse? Does he just want them to think he's getting weaker? I don't. I don't think it's. Nah, ruse. Not, 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 he's getting weaker. <laughs> he's definitely getting weaker. I was really hoping it was a sick ruse where he was just gonna like pop up and be like, "Ha ha!" and like fuck their shit up with his knife, dual wield. With his knife, yes. Spoiler, that's that's not what happens. Uh, so here's where we get the, the, the Madame Rosemerta reveal. Uh, she had been, Draco had her under the Imperius curse. And she was doing shit for Draco. <laughs> Who also uh, got most of his best ideas from Hermione. And I'm like, damn it. Her cleverness cuts both ways. Fucking Draco listens to Hermione more than goddamn Harry, and he <laughs> hates her. He hates her, but even he's like, that coin trick? It's pretty fucking good. I'm going to steal that. I can't remember what the other thing was. There was something else that he basically stole from her, too. Uh, uh... I can't remember what it was. There was definitely a couple things that he basically just stole directly from Hermione. And I'm like, God damn it, this motherfucker Draco hates Hermione, and he listens to her more than goddamn Harry. I fucking hate Harry. Do you see it? So he does the enchanted coins. Mm-hmm. He got the the idea of poisoning the mead from the Mudblood Granger as well. Yep, I heard that's her what it talking yeah. in the library about Filch not recognizing potions. Filch wouldn't, yeah, Filch wouldn't check potions. That's what it was. Okay. Jesus. 
Yeah, not not a good I a good look for Draco that he listens to Hermione, I guess. Not a good look for Harry. Um <laughs> Why does everything have to get back to Harry? Because, being I mean, bad? come on. Come on. It fucking Yeah. Anyway. It's also partially not a good look for Hermione because when Harry asks how are these potions getting through and she tells him, mm-hmm. "Oh, well they're disguised they're di- you know, disguised as perfumes he's like see fucking draco could do the same thing and they were like no you shut up you're a dumbass idiot you're wrong did that happen that's yeah yeah absolutely i don't remember that it didn't happen if i don't remember it it didn't happen i i feel weird lobbying for harry so much in this book. yeah what's going on i don't know you're you're really trying to defend your precious book here um here's okay here's here's where i'm confused though can someone who's under the Imperious curse then also Imperious someone else? Yes. Okay. That seems busted. OP. That's OP, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got to put out a balance patch for that. Because, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. Katie Bell got Imperious to take this thing back. But it had to have been Madame Rosemerta who handed it off to her. And she's only handed it off to her because she's being imperious so is the imperious person imperious in someone else yes jesus that's 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 broken yeah i mean it, it all it all ties back to the original person who who placed the imperious curse but i i am probably not a hundred percent justified in saying this but it is my understanding that it gets weaker like as it as it goes on well see i was a little surprised that Draco, who kind of sucks, was even able to like pull off the Imperious Curse to this. I mean, Draco extent. doesn't magically suck. He's just not like a student's student. You know what I mean? He's not like like has he, he ever done anything to impress me? Like has he ever done anything to prove like that he's? I mean, good n- at anything. He knows spells. <laughs> <laughs> he knows ma- like he's grown up around magic. You know what I mean? Like he fair he has, enough. He definitely has a heightened like knowledge of spells, and he's obviously not afraid of like using but, the dark arts. But he also seems exactly like the kind of kid that like wants to coast on like his dad's like reputation and money and shit like that. So that's yeah, that's that's just the vibe that I've gotten off of him is that he fucking sucks at most things, but it's just coasting off of like his family, basically reputation. I could see him putting some time into learning the dark arts. Okay, fair enough. I'll buy that, I guess. Anyway. Um what when he's talking about this, he's talking about these ideas he got from Hermione. He of course calls her that mudblood. Uh good character moment here from Dumble. He's like, "Do not say that terrible, you know, term mudblood." Please do not presence. use that offensive word yeah. in front of me. Um which is good. I always like it when Dumble you know, takes these stands when anyone it's, takes it's these stands. It's even a small step further. Malfoy gives a harsh laugh. You care about me saying mudblood when I'm about to kill you? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Said Dumbledore. It's good stuff. It's so good. So, yeah, Draco says that the Dark Mark was basically a trap. This was the real ruse all along uh, to lure them in because Madame Rosemerta had told them that they had left. Dumble asks, so no one has died then? And Draco's like, well, no, someone has. 
He says he stepped over the body but didn't look at who it was. Probably someone from the Order because they were in the way. Uh, by the way, the fighting is getting much closer now. They can hear the struggle uh, coming up the stairs. So, Dumbledore. There's little time one way or another, said Dumbledore. So let us discuss your options, Draco. I love how Dumbledore still in control. Dude. Even when he's fucking weak as shit, my dude what is literally sliding baller. down the wall, can't stay on his feet, no wand. Uh, Draco thinks this is hilarious, but it's pretty obvious he has no control of the situation. My options! I'm standing here with a wand, I'm about to kill you! My dear boy, let us have no more pretense about that. If you were going to kill me, you would have done it when you first disarmed me. You would not have stopped for this pleasant chat about ways and means. This is this is my whole thing that I harp on all the time. These fuckers, why aren't they throwing out ab- 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 abracadabra? I said that right. <laughs> First try. First try. Uh, Abracadabra constantly. Why do they have these whole wizard duels when they could just be spamming that shit? I don't know, man. Anyway. Um, I haven't got any options, said Malfoy. Listen, I understand why Malfoy isn't doing it here is because I'm I'm saying this for other people. Malfoy doesn't want to do it, but I'm saying in other instances. I haven't got any options, said Malfoy. I've got to do it. He'll kill me. He'll kill my whole family. I appreciate the difficulty of your position. Why else do you think I have not confronted you before now? Because I knew that you would have been murdered if Lord Voldemort realized that I suspected you. I did not dare speak to you of the mission with which I knew you had been entrusted in case he used Leglamency against you. <coughs> what? Leglamency? Isn't that what it is? I thought I actually said it right for once. It's legitimacy. Damn it! I thought you were trying to say. <laughs> no. I thought you were trying to say Legolas Mency. No, I legitimately tried my hardest to say it right for once. <laughs> God suck, damn it, dude! These words are hard. This is why I have to make up my own words for everything because these words are too hard. I don't speak Latin. I don't think that's real Latin. That's fake Latin. Okay, <laughs> this is a fictional book. Good job, Scott. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, anyway, and he's so he's like, yeah. So this this makes sense because I was like, when earlier when Dumble's like, when Malfoy asks him, "Hey, why didn't you stop me if you knew all the shit?" and Dumble's like, "Oh, I tried. I had Snape watch you." I'm like, "That's is that really trying to stop him?" But this gives it more context than that. He couldn't really openly stop Draco yet because it probably would have gotten Draco himself and his whole family killed. Right, right, for sure. So I I did appreciate that extra little context here. But now at last we can speak plainly to each other. No harm has been done. You have hurt nobody, though you are very lucky that your unintentional victim survived. I can help you, Draco. No, you can't, said Malfoy. He's like shaking very badly at this point nobody can he told me to do it or he'll kill me i've got no choice come over to the right side draco we can hide you more completely than you can possibly imagine what is more i can send members of the order to your mother tonight to hide her 
your father is safe at the moment in Azkaban. When the time comes, we can protect him too. You are not a killer. Come to the right side, Draco. Uh, Draco is like, but I got this far, didn't I? They thought I'd die in the attempt, but I'm here and you're in my power. I'm the one with the wand. You're at my mercy. No, Draco, said Dumbledore quietly. It is my mercy and not yours that matters now. Fuck, what a line. Dude. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh. uh, Malfoy has no response to this. He is trembling. He he his Harry says he thinks he sees his wand hand drop by a fraction. But just then, uh four fucking Dieters bust through the door. Uh apparently they won the fight, although not exactly. We find out here in a second. <laughs> Again, Dumble, just so calm. I love, I love this exchange so much. This whole thing, <laughs> it's it's very, very good. I, I'm, I feel like I'm reading a lot word for word in this episode, but I mean, it's, it's who cares, man? It's, it's so, so good. good. I this is just gonna be the the dramatic reading. It's not even a dramatic reading. Good evening, Amicus. A- Amicus, how do you say this dude's name? A- Amicus. Amicus said Dumbledore calmly, as though welcoming the man to a tea party. And you've brought Electo, too. I know how to say that one because it's in Hades. Yeah. And you've brought Electo, too. Charming. (laughs) The woman gave an angry little titter. Think your jokes will help you on your deathbed, then? She jeered. Jokes? No. These are manners, replied Dumbledore. (laughs) So good. I love it. It's so great. Uh, a Palp- Palpatine line right here. What's that? I don't think I have it. Uh, Fenrir says, do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do it. There's a lot of that going around. Uh, Voldy had a real Palpatine moment in um, Order of the Phoenix that I was like, he's just straight up Palpatine. Uh, so, yeah, Fenrir Greyback is here. Uh, him and Dumble go back and forth a little bit about how he's got this taste for human flesh that can't really be satiated, and he wouldn't miss a trip to Hogwarts where there's all these delicious children throats to rip out. Fuck. This fucker's bad news. He's a fucking sicko, dude. He's fucking, yeah, He's definitely seems like it. He's like, yeah, I'll rip yours out too, Dumble. But the other Dieter, I don't know, I don't know if I have his name. Um, he says no, their orders are to have Draco do it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think this is Electo. She says, look at him. What's happened to you then, Dumby? I had to put that because I love that she calls him Dumby. <laughs> oh, weaker resistance, slower reflexes, old age in short. One day perhaps it will happen to you if you are lucky. What's that mean then? What's that mean? Yelled the Death Eater, suddenly violent. Always the same, weren't you, Dumby? Talking and doing nothing, nothing. I don't even know why the Dark Lord's bothering to kill you. Come on, Draco, do it. Okay, like... This guy seems like a real fucking goon. He's a real dumbass goon. It's like, (laughs) really, my guy? You're gonna pull out that... You're not even worth the trouble to kill line on fucking Dumbledore of all people, you sack of shit. This this guy's an idiot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Draco hesitates. Uh, Fenrir wants to do it. He's like, I'll fucking do it. Let me kill this motherfucker. But the other Dieter blasts him aside, and he's like, no, fucking Draco has to do it. We have our orders. 
and they're like having this kind of little pissed spat here. Yeah, a little tiff here. But then someone else comes through the door. And who could it be but Severus goddamn Snape? Uh, welcomed, of course, because we know he's a double agent. Triple, quadruple agent. Maybe. Possibly. Quintuplet agent. Uh, we've got a problem, Snape. Uh said amicus the boy doesn't seem able but somebody else had spoken snape's name quite softly severus the sound frightened harry beyond anything he had experienced all evening for the first time dumbledore was pleading snape said nothing but walked forward and pushed malfoy roughly out of the way The three Death Eaters fell back without a word. Even the werewolf seemed cowed. Dude, Snape commands respect, man. Dude. (laughs) Snape gazed for a moment at Dumbledore, and there was revulsion and hatred etched in the harsh lines of his face. Severus, please. Snape raised his wand and pointed it directly at Dumbledore. Avada Kedavra. I said it right just for you because I know this is an intense I, moment. I wasn't going to ruin the moment and you fucking did it. God damn I, you. I said it right just for you, buddy. You're welcome. Ugh, dude. A jet of green light shot from the end of Snape's wand and hit Dumbledore squarely in the chest. Harry's scream of horror never left him. Silent and unmoving, he was forced to watch as Dumbledore was blasted into the air. For a split second, he seemed to hang suspended beneath the shining skull. I was very confused by this for a moment. Then I remembered the dark mark. I was like, what? Right. (laughs) Uh, Then he fell slowly backward like a great ragdoll over the battlements and out of sight. And that is the end of the goddamn chapter. Zacharias, you are a cruel, cruel piece of shit. You fucking knew where these chapters were breaking. This is the cruelest thing you've ever done to me is making me stop reading here. I have never in my life wanted to fucking keep reading when I knew I had to stop for the episode. But you sack of shit... This is the worst thing you've ever done to me. I had to keep reading, but I couldn't even turn the goddamn page. I fucking promise. I was like, if I turn the page to even see what this chapter is titled and fucking see the picture, I will keep fucking going. You're the worst. Oh, I know. Aren't I? I... Where, 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 where... (laughs) Where let's let's start, hear it, man. Where do we start unpacking this? Holy shit. Oh, oh boy. Um, okay. So I wanted, I wanted to let you get through the chapter, but this is yes. just a little tidbit for you. You asked, is the, is the astronomy tower the lightning struck tower? The lightning struck tower is a reference to, there's a scene earlier in the book. I should have brought your attention to it when we got, what, like when we passed it, but I didn't. There's a scene earlier in the book where you hear of Trelawney like getting flustered because she keeps drawing this uh, tarot card 
that's called the tower. She calls it the tower, and it's like supposed to be a very bad omen. And uh-huh. she's like, I keep fucking drawing this thing. Do you she, remember this? She taught well, even when just where we had the the tiny bit with Trelawney in these chapters, she said something about he's sick and tired of hearing what I keep telling him about the lightning struck tower or something. Right. To so that the, the lightning struck tower is the full name of that tarot card. Okay. Which, which is an omen of death. And it's like, it's just very fitting that he dried at the, that he died at the top of the tower. Gotcha. So yeah. this is basically, so she, so Trelawney's not a total fraud. I mean, we've already seen that she does have well, real predictions. Well, she had one or prophecies. I should say two. She said two. What was the oh the Dark Lord will escape? To, no, not the Dark Lord, but the the, the one about Sirius. Well, not it wasn't about Sirius. They thought it was about Sirius, but it was yes, about it was about Pettigrew. Yeah. Okay, let me. I, I I don't know how to fully unpack this. Let me sit. Let me let me start by saying. This this isn't completely, out of nowhere, for me. Like, sure. I. You're a good reader. You've I, been picking up on right. Things. Uh, it's it's. I, I mentioned Obi Wan earlier in the episode, and I I have had the thoughts. I don't want this to sound like oh, I fucking knew it was coming. Blah, blah, blah. That's no. I I kind of assumed at some point that Dumbledore would have to have his Obi Wan moment. Sure, of, absolutely. Listen, I I I I thought there was no way in hell we would go into the final battle with Dumbledore still alive. Right. Um, I thought I, I was like, I, I just can't see that happening. Like there has to be that passing of the torch moment. Absolutely. To the next generation. There has to be. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no way that that would work. Right. Yes. It just, I, I don't think it would work, you know, story wise or just like, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be as satisfying, however you want to say it. So it's, it's not that this came completely out of left field it's like Dumbledore died I obviously didn't know when it was going to take place or how it was going to take place but it was done so so well and so beautifully that it was still like uh, shocking's it's... not the right <laughs> word but like like it hit me hell yeah dude um and just uh, obviously with Snape being the one to do it and the implications that that brings. I mean, listen, like I talked about at the beginning of the book about how I think Draco's job might be to kill Dumbledore. Yeah. Kill Dumbledore, yeah. kill Harry. Yeah. So, that was a tough one for me to like. Oh, yeah. What? And I'm no. sure it was. <laughs> and I, I I only say this. I only bring this up not to like, oh, I'm such a fucking smart guy. I saw that coming. It's like, no, like it was still so well executed and so well teased throughout the book that I'm just I'm more impressed by it than anything. So Oh my god, dude. Yes. The 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 implications of what this means going forward. Um man. Like what oh shit. Like I I can only assume that Snape is gonna I can have only to only imagine. God damn it! Why do you do that <laughs> to me? I can only assume that Snape is now going to have to leave the school and join. Think yeah, Voldy full time. You know, it's been his part time job for now up until right. now. He's he's gonna side go full time. Yeah, side hustle. Little Sally on the side. Exactly. I love a little Sally on the side. <laughs> uh 
But like, man, Harry hated Snape before. Holy shit. Is he going to want to kill the ever-living shit out of Snape? Now, okay, let me get into this. I, I We've talked several times about how, you know, Snape, is he a double agent? Is he a triple agent? Is he a quin- quadruple agent? Mm-hmm. I don't think this, to, to some people's eyes, I'm sure we're like, okay, confirmed. He's he's still on Voldy's side. I don't see that as the case, even a little bit. I, I wanted this discussion. I'm so glad that, I, I didn't want to probe because I didn't right. want you to think I was leading. Right. But if I'm anything, so this only makes me feel more that he is on the good side. Because it's too, it's too rash. Like it's too. Well, no, it's it's the way Dumbledore reacted more than anything. Oh, dude, isn't it? Like, look, I know that there may not be an emotional t- attachment to these books for you, but isn't it sure. just heart wrenching to read Dumbledore's yes. like, pleading? Oh my god, absolutely, dude, it's so good. Well, it's, listen, I I I will say I do have an emotional attachment to like some of the characters, like Dumbledore, like Snape, and like them having that <sighs> man. That interaction, like, the way it was written, it was, like, it was the same time so sudden, but also, like, drawn out. It, I, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was, like, just, like, boom, it happened. But then there was also, like, this whole chapter of them having this discussion leading up to it. But it still seemed, like, shocking out of nowhere. And like I said, yeah. it totally wasn't, but it just it seemed that way because of the, how well it was written. But right. no, what what... The, the the way Dumble talks to Snape, I just I I I feel like Dumble either planned this, saw it coming, slash knew it was inevitable. One so like one of like those. You're saying like he let it play out. Yes. Okay. Because well, he the okay. way he says Severus, please, I don't interpret that as him. Begging, begging for his life. To. Right. Um, I interpret it much more as Severus, please, you know what you have to do. Um I mean he could he could just be saying he could be saying like you know what you have to do after this point. Right. Right? Like you you know the full, right? Like the full plan. Like hoping that Snape right. is in fact on his side. Yes. Now the, the 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 call out the attention to the description of Snape's face as he does it, you know, the hatred and revulsion as he kills Dumbledore might make one think. And I'm still talking this out and thinking this. Sure, yeah, I mean that's what this is for. Uh, that Snape disliked Dumbledore and you know wanted to in fact kill him. I mean we've never sh- we've never been shown. Uh, Snape, like admiring Dumbledore or anything right. like that. Like that's not we that's saw not them, the relationship. Well, we didn't see them, but we heard secondhand from Hagrid about them having mm-hmm. a an argument uh, right. earlier in this book, which I almost and forgot about. There's almost there's almost yeah I was gonna I was gonna bring that up to you. Um, there's almost a level of so this okay. So I wanted to I I do want to say this and. I want you to know that I, I truly am wanting you to know what I was thinking when mm-hmm. I read this. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm very curious it's, about that. It's, it's not leading or anything like that. Like, this is, this, these were my thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
I legit was like, there is, because I was thinking the same thing, like, Snape, that description of him, like, hating him, Mm -hmm. right? Right. I began to think, that's why I'm saying, I began to think, like, well, like, even if this was a plan, right? Right. Because when I read this, I was still, like, I was was much older, right? I wasn't a child when this book came out. So, like, I was comprehending this in, in full, and... And I was like, uh, this could still go either way. I was very much in the same mindset as you. And I started thinking, um, like, yeah, okay, well, I guess we never, Snape has always worked there, worked for Dumbledore. Uh, but he, we've never been shown, like, any display of, like, affection. Affection, right? sure. There's always been, like, a deference. Like, like he respects, job. right. Like, he respects Dumbledore's authority. Sure. But and affection, maybe not what i thought was like there seems to be this finality to dumbledore's like how how much he trusts snape right yes yes and it it almost made me feel i definitely was wondering like what dirt did did dumbledore have like like was oh interesting snape like in servitude or like for some you know what i mean like that's to what degree angle. was yeah. his service to Dumbledore? And like maybe this was finally him like like, dude, I fucking hate you. Like sure. I've had to be glued to you know what I mean? Like that's that's how I was processing it. That's that's an interesting angle. I you know, there's there's the whole idea of Dumbledore basically vouching for Snape at the end of the first wizard war or whatever you want to call it. Um you know, we see that bit in the trial in the pensive where, right? Uh, what was the what was that fucker's name? Um, Karkaroff. Karkaroff is like, yeah, no, Severus Snape, and Dumble stands up and is like, no, I fucking vouched for Snape and blah He's blah. Been cleared. Right. Was there? Did Snape never really like Dumbledore? But was there a sense of you know, like like he owed Dumbledore for that, and that's why he followed him for so long, worked at his school, but did that. I mean, there is the possibility of that, like, built-up resentment, you know, towards Dumbledore for, you know, yeah, you saved me, kind of, but now you kind of, you know, you treat me not me as your, this. right, you not as your lapdog, but, like, you forced me into this extremely difficult and dangerous task of, you know, living this double life, almost. Right. Um, well, I, the cool thing about that way of thinking, Scott, is, like, that... That could hold one hundred percent true, no I matter mean, what direction it is. Absolutely, right? absolutely, yeah. it could. <laughs> uh, and it's probably like there's nothing ever explicitly said that is like Snape one hundred percent feels this way. But mm-hmm. like I would, I would venture to say that is that is the truth. Whether whether Snape is Dumbledore, Team Dumbledore, or Team Right, Lee that he resents. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, they basically they I think made he it resents his position. Right. I mean, the fact that. Hagrid saw them having an open argument about it and Snape said whatever it was to the effect of like this is way fucking harder than you think it is and you can't just expect people to like right do this and live like this just because mm-hmm. you want yeah, them he, or think he you says, need them to. He says he uh, says have you ever maybe considered that I don't want to do this right. anymore? Right. So, I mean yeah. that's yeah I mean there's a hundred percent some resentment there. Now how much that is affecting his actions. So, here's the other thing that I was... 
This is going to be a lot of here's the other things, I feel like. Uh, could him having this look of hatred and revulsion, I feel like a lot of that, the, the, the side of me that wants to say he's still on the good side, even though it looks like he's, you know, having this hatred and revulsion and killing Dumbledore, makes me think like, listen, he has to surface those emotions of his resentment towards Dumbledore and let those be his powering driving force behind the abracadabra because we've heard several times like you have to you fucking have to mean, mean it. it when you do these spells. Right. So either he truly does mean it and hates Dumbledore and wants to kill him or he is surfacing these emotions that I mean we know pretty much know he has uh even if he still is on the good time to truly to make the spell work basically you know right i i think that the what i so i'm going to say this and i i i love that i get to give you my honest take on this because <laughs> i because it doesn't spoil okay my 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 headcanon on that the way that i interpret interpret that is is precisely what you and i are talking about mm-hmm. is his resentment and built up anger at the position that he's been right put in right now has he been put in that position by voldemort or by dumble obviously you know sure. that's that that will show itself in, sure. in due time but the way that i understand this scene even even knowing the entire story is is that that's what that is is sure. just he's just so upset that he's having to even be there and right doing that <laughs> storms in fucking promise this damn kid's mom that i'd fucking do this god damn it why do i have to do everything <laughs> yeah right <laughs> dude oh my god best uh best batch so far uh, maybe maybe i mean as a whole batch, strong really contender solid, um that like I I would have to think of like what other batches there were, and maybe still, honestly, the end of book five might still that batch was strong. Um, despite book five having major major problems, yeah. Um, I I felt like you you only liked the ministry stuff. I think when we got back to Hogwarts and you had to deal with Dumbledore trying to explain everything to Harry, you kind of... I guess that batch was... We did kind of split that into two, huh? We had, like, the part up until the... Well, no, what was... No, because the start of that batch was Grop. I was going to say the entire part in the ministry up until Sirius dying, I think, was one batch, but we also had Grop in that batch. Uh yeah yeah listen I would have to I would have to go through it's it's a leading contender for sure um like listen I liked the part in the cave uh but it didn't like floor me like it was good sure yeah but yeah, it wasn't yeah. like oh well shit. you know the the thing the thing that's like I I feel like you and I are the, are very much the same in, in this in this light is that. It's always the the action sequences mm-hmm. like that are pure pure destination. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. That that tend to be a little bit lackluster in the things that we truly love and care about. Now, there was a very cool image painted. It was in a cool location. Right, um, right, definitely. And like we were getting an aspect of magic that we hadn't truly like necessarily experienced mm-hmm. before. But like it doesn't mean it was like the most well written, like 
right, like right, fucking sure. intricate chapter, you know? Sure. And like, I feel like that's what you and I tend to like lean towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas even, I mean, honestly, dude, even Seer overheard with the, the chapter with Trelawney and Harry and Dumbledore having the whole spat about, you know, Snape being the one that finds right. it and then him going to get his stuff and telling Ron and Hermione, like, that's a good chapter. I like that. Like, I yeah, think that that fine. is more, more the things that I like, the conversation that I like. And then we get some really cool stuff at the cave because it's, it's new, it's interesting, there's actually things happening and, you know, things are being propelled forward. And then sure. we get this fucking tank of a yeah. chapter here. <laughs> I, I think what I've realized is the chapters that I appreciate the absolute most, where, where I think this series is at its best, is when two or more characters are going back and forth like in a usually it's contentious conversations like uh yeah. for example fudge and dumbledore in right pardoning of the ways uh dumble and draco honestly in this chapter like there and back and forth was was phenomenal um i think dumble about and fudge at the at the trial dumble and fudge at the trial i think about even like uh snape and fake moody tm you know when they're when <laughs> Harry's stuck in the goddamn stairs. Uh, yeah. You know it usually like I I feel like all my favorite moments is really like contentious back and forth arguments conversations you know whatever you want to call them between oh Dum- Dumble Voldy Dumble Voldy uh, yes oh my flashback. god in the flashback yes uh like she her writing is really good in those spots uh especially when it's you know especially when it's like two characters i i really like and enjoy uh yeah so you're right the the action is you know it serves its purpose and it uh you know it's it's fun at times for sure but it's like even my favorite parts of voldy and dumble fighting each other in the ministry was when like they were kind of talking back and forth like yeah you yeah, you fucking sure. should know what i've tried to teach you is like there are things what does he say like far worse than death oh, and yeah. like it's it, like even the talking parts are like the best parts of those chapters i think that is yeah. definitely when her writing is at its best and yeah uh shit so a couple of things i, I want to hit on um i think our listeners will understand if this episode goes okay, long, right, fair so, enough. so don't 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 worry <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, yeah, we probably shouldn't have goofed off for so long at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. Our bad. Anyway, um, the uh, who who is the other person that has died? Uh, big question oh. mark. I I'm assuming it has to be a, an Order of the Phoenix member, possibly a teacher that is like, you know, there and fighting. Although I, I'm leaning more towards an Order of the Phoenix member. Um, if it's Lupin, I will fucking riot. Uh, so you better hope it's not Lupin because I might just quit reading the books. I will tell you this. Um, if it's Arthur or Molly, I will fucking riot. Uh, <laughs> the last three chapters of this book, Scott, are uh-huh. are heavy to me. Like oh, Jesus. I I read these chapters, and even now I still tear up when I read these chapters. So I'm like legit. Like, this is, like, I'm assuming the climax of this book. Like, I don't know how much more climactic it can get than this, but, like, yeah, like, 
there is still three chapters. Right. There's still three chapters and there's honestly still a lot we need to kind of resolve and tie up. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to get some resolution to Mr. Prince. Um, I hope. Uh, Obviously. (laughs) So here's another. Does does Dumble's magic continue on even after he's dead or is Harry going to be stuck up there for the rest of the year? Like, no, 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 no. It, it, it goes away in, okay. in, in a moment, yeah. So, well, shit, I kind of wish you hadn't ruined that for him. So now he's just going to pop off the cloak and come out guns blazing because, of course, he will. He's an idiot. Uh, uh, I mean, picture what he's just seen, man. Yeah, maybe he'll just collapse and start bawling. Shock. But then they'll hear that. I don't know. Anyway, just, I don't want to. Are you going to read tonight? Too much. I might. I, might. I have never ever read that quickly oh afterwards, God, but I might. I might. Scott, I want you to know, dude. Oh my God, that makes me so. Dude, happy. I finished the, this chapter yesterday. I had to fucking sit and think about it and want to read it for a whole day. <laughs> You're a sack of shit. Uh, oh man. I think it might be Tonks. We've had a lot of Tonks stuff in this book. So I'm kind of leaning towards her. The other thought I ever... had. Never mind. I guess I, I shouldn't. You shouldn't that. say. The other thought I had is it maybe it's moody, kind of a uh, just a continuation of the whole kind of passing the torch to the younger generation idea. Um, What if it's student, man? The way Draco talked, it certainly seemed like it was like someone that was trying to stop them. Okay, and we know that Harry. Asked oh, his sure, sure, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I hadn't considered that. Dude, um, what would you do if it was Neville? That would suck. I don't think it's <laughs> Neville, though. I don't think it's Neville. It. I'll tell you that. It's. It's not, it's Neville. not Neville. I know it's not <laughs> Neville. I. I think I remember something Neville does from the very last movie. We've talked about that, yeah, about how yeah, 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 yeah. I have extremely vague memories of what I'm pretty sure is the last movie. Um, I, 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 if I had to put money down, I'd probably go Tonks because we've gotten a bunch of Tonks stuff this book. Bunch of Tonks, yeah, that would make sense. That's a that's a solid. Uh, um, guess. but if it's Lupin, I fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Uh, I even had the thought of like, what if it's just like a teacher who steps in to help and my guy fucking Flitwick has died? That would suck. That would suck. That would suck. I don't think yeah. that's the case, but anyway. So, okay, let's let's talk about this like big picture story you're watching. <sighs> I don't know if I can. I just, there's <laughs> What do you think Dumbledore's death means for where the rest of the story goes? <sighs> okay, okay, here's something. Okay, so here's something that I thought about way after the fact. Because, like I said, I had a whole day to fucking ruminate on this shit. Um, what no is sympathy, this? By the way, I don't care. <laughs> what does this mean for the Horcrux? Because Dumbledore put it in his row. <gasps> no, 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 no. There's no way. What? I was like, what if the Horcrux blocked the Abracadabra and Dumbledore's oh, not dead? Because he put it not dead. He put it in his robes. Could a Horcrux do that? No, he's gonna 
Like I, like I said, he has to have his Obi-Wan moment. He has to die. Yeah, but is now the time? Now, it, it, they can't do it. I would be pissed if they did this. as like, oh, fake out. He's still alive. And then just killed him. Like, I mean, we're running out of books. It would have to be relatively quickly right. afterwards. So, no, that, that would be shitty writing. I wouldn't like that at all. But that did just occur to me. I was like, oh, shit. What if it, like, hit the horror crux only? Okay, but so- still, though, so they got the Horcrux, but they didn't really, like, take the time to destroy it, which I, I feel Correct. like they have to do. Like, the, the mm-hmm. ring was cracked. That was, like, the whole thing. Right, and it fucked Dumbledore up. And it fucked, well, did acquiring it or did cracking it fuck him up? Okay, fair enough. You never know. That Because, I mean, drinking the potion, that- acquiring mm-hmm. it is what fucked him up here. Right. You... There is, I'm going to go ahead and say this too, just because I like to build the speculation a little bit. Oh boy. There, there's, there's even a little bit more to Dumbledore's injury that will be unearthed later in the series that is, that is great. Okay. Like the, like I'm talking about like with, with the ring, like his hand. Sure. Stuff. So that's, that's, that's another thing that I, I, I didn't mention this. There's, there's, there's way too much to talk about. <laughs> uh, I feel like when when I talked about how Dumbledore either A, saw this coming, B, knew it was inevitable, however you want to say it, maybe he was already dying. Like, whether from the potion or from getting fucked up by the ring or Mm. maybe just because he was an old-ass dude. I don't know. Um, Maybe Dumbledore knew his time was near one way or the other. So... Part of this is, you know, him like recognizing that terms. and yes, like putting this plan into motion to, hey, what will, what will put Snape in a position where Voldy trusts him? Voldy like already trusts him, but like absolutely. That would be very Dumbledore like. Right. Absolutely fully trusts him and will put Snape in the best possible position for the end game. I'm dying anyway. Let me do this to put Snape in an even better position and, you know, hey, maybe motivate Harry along the way. He's a dipshit. He needs motivation. <laughs> uh, I can definitely see something like that being the case. Um, Are you, uh, you're 100% that Dumbledore is, is dead? Yeah. I'll be pissed okay. if he's not. Okay. I'll be pissed. Then, like, then, that then sounds shitty. Like, I want Dumbledore to die. But that's that's no, not no, no, the case. No, no. I, I understand it. I think that I would totally ruin should. a very good moment if he's not actually dead. Sure. I, I agree completely. Um, uh, then, I will, then I will share this with you. Because, so, Dumbledore's dead. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> we know that. Um, <laughs> dude, my, I don't know, however old I was when uh-huh. this came out, my fucking teenage brain. I immediately started going through all the different ways that Dumbledore could be alive. Sure. Sure. I get that. Well, did you... Okay, so did you, like... Because I had to stop. You forced me to stop at gunpoint, you sack of shit. Uh, <laughs> did you just immediately keep reading, or were you, like... Oh, did you, like, I, stop? I did this, like, break you? process for a second. And you had to, like, process. Okay. Yeah, well, it's, it's actually at the end of the next chapter that I stopped and processed. So I okay. did continue reading after this. Sure. Um, 
but but it's like the whole you know it's like how did james bond get out of this pickle oh he had some plan or you know whatever you're you're doing that right but we the the beautiful thing is like so i did it when i when i read that dumbledore died and then at a few chapters later because the book's almost done i did it Mm -hmm. again okay and it's like well yeah while you were waiting for the next book can't to come out you were probably just like He's gonna come back. I, He's gonna. I come was. Back. I was so in theories, dude. Like, sure, sure. I was. I mean, I was in deep. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, so. Oh did, yeah, I bet you were in deep. <laughs> did Dumbledore kill Grindelwald? Right, the first Dark Wizard that like he fought, like the one that made him famous. So Grindelwald was like the. It says on his. Uh, right. His. Uh, they haven't talked about that much though. No, 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 no. But but it is mentioned that like he he's known or he's famed for his defeat of the famous dark wizard Grindelwald. Right. right. Um. And I was like, did Dumbledore kill him? Could Dumbledore? And have he a has a Horcrux. I don't could know. could Fox be his Horcrux? Could you imagine how cool that would be? Because Fox can't really die. That would be pretty OP, dude. I know, but that would be so Dumbledore. <laughs> that uh, that'd be pretty OP. Yeah. That that's that was my. I was I was ready to die on that hill. <laughs> until the seventh book came out <laughs> i feel like fox like dying and resurrecting though would like like that would still break your horror i don't know it's it's irrelevant but either way yeah. yeah um yeah i was like ready to like i so i the That's cool so thing about good. that i love is that theory i love i it. didn't i didn't read that i came up with that theory oh, and i'm okay. sure other people had had come sure, up with that sure, but sure. like i came up with it Without influence of other stuff, you're like, completely unique, buddy. Good job. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like I legitimately was like, oh wait, what if he killed Grindelwald and he made a Horcrux at that time? Like I could definitely see that like Dumbledore wouldn't go like seek out to kill somebody to do this, but like, sure, if sure, he sure. killed Grindelwald and was like, hey, uh, might as well do this thing. <laughs> might as well make a Horcrux, <laughs> Mama Mia. You know, just fucking. <laughs> He's like, I got all the ingredients here, you know? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dead exactly. body, you know, part of my soul. Bake me um, up a nice little Horcrux pie. Yep. Um, I definitely thought that. Okay. And I, I was like, anybody that would listen, I fucking told that theory <laughs> to. And a lot of people were like, oh, wow, man, that would be cool. And <laughs> Fox is like, like, kind of his Nagini. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I thought. That was my point. Hell yeah! Okay, I'm behind this. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, I um, this that was a rough time between this book and the next book. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. Listen, I've 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 lived through periods Not in knowing between if like Jon Snow was dead. seven Game of Thrones seasons. Yeah, I yeah. I know the feeling. Um, or what if it was his? Uh, the the other good thing I just thought since Voldy was like so keen on putting. Horcruxes in the artifacts, the founding fathers' artifacts. We know Dumble has Griff's sword too. Mm-hmm. So what if you put it in that mm-hmm, too? Mm-hmm. I like this. Story. Oh man, okay. maybe this question has to wait until the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just so hype on this right now with you. God damn, dude. Yeah. So, what's what will be interesting for me to see is. Harry's reaction to this because Sirius's death like like he admitted it like broke him for a while Mm -hmm. um and 
he he kind of eventually started to get through it on his own, but also I feel like a big factor in him, you know, kind of fully moving past it and like getting down to business was having Dumbledore there to help and support him. So now that that's not an option anymore, uh, how is he going to handle this? Uh, I would hope that he would be able to, you know, rely on and seek comfort with, from his friends, you know, uh, Hermione, Ron, and now his, his bae, uh, Ginny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hope that's what he does, but this dipshit always also has a tendency to, like, push his friends away when he actually needs them the most right before so i I hope he's matured past that but just like man is he gonna want to murder the shit out of snape (laughs) like holy shit he already wanted to especially after finding out that snape is responsible for his parents death Mm -hmm. uh and now he literally just witnessed snape murder the shit out of Dumbledore. Uh, I don't think any of the theories that I have bandied about this being part of Dumbledore's plan and him wanting Severus to do this are going to enter Harry's mind even a little bit. Um, I'm curious to see if Hermione will still be on the defense of Snape bandwagon because she's always been Dumbledore trust Snape, Dumbledore trust Snape. Dumbledore trusts Snape. Right. I mean, everybody, dude. Everybody. Right. Lupin, like Lupin, Tonks. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody true. in the order. True, true, true. Will that continue, or has Dum- has Dumbledore made them privy to information? If this in- is indeed all according to his plan, or will this be kind of the end of that? I... At the end of the day, what it comes down to is Snape is still, still the most interesting character in this story. <laughs> um, some things, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, fuck, yeah, I just, uh, that's, that's all I, did you cry, Scott? No, I did not cry. Uh, uh, he should have. I did like, I liked Dumble a lot, but it was. As I as I've stated, I I feel like it was inevitable for it to happen. Sure, and it was there's so well a, done. Like it was just like fuck. There's a specific bit coming up that 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 gets me in the feels. Okay, it's, it's so it's it's. Yeah. I mean, it's really just like it's just like a a really beautiful like scene is is all it is, and it's just like sure. oh my god, fuck, it's so heavy. Um, yeah. Jesus, That's, dude. Is that what we're calling it? I I can't... I mean, there's probably something I've forgotten that I wanted to bring up or that we could discuss, but I, I can't think of anything else right now. Like I said, I I really want to get, and I'm sure we will, get some resolution on the Mr. Prince thing. And I want to know who else died. And... I just, I guess I just want to know, like, where where do we go from here? Like, how do we, 
how do we move on from this? Like, I, how can there be, like, I know they have one more year left. How can there possibly be a school near next year? <laughs> you know? Well, uh, um, maybe there isn't. I, I don't actually guess I know, but, um, shit. Do you have anything else you wanted me to touch on or? No, I mean, to talk you, about? uh, you, I have to say, I have to, uh, give you some props to like oh thinking boy. through all the options um there with with Snape. I mean like, you know, we I guess I should come to expect it by now, you know, like with the way that you <laughs> process this information. But, yeah. How can you not um, know I'm awesome, bitch? Oh my god, fuck you. <laughs> uh Yeah, man, like it it's it's got to be difficult for somebody reading this story for the first time without any spoilers to to read that and and even you know give the opportunity to consider like oh well maybe this was part of the plan right right like it's just written in such a way that's like yikes like especially yeah. because Rowling like set it up in such a way where you find out that he's the one that told Voldemort about you know right. uh, the prophecy and then so that's new information for you to like hold against Snape. Right. And then and then obviously this and it's like, oh man. Yeah, dude's a bad guy. But no, man. Um I am I am incredibly happy that you enjoyed that batch, that you appreciated a lot of the writing in it. Um fuck, dude. I have been I have been dying to get to this section. Oh, I'm sure. Here's here's the question I thought of that I did Amanda just think she couldn't handle this section, like, emotionally? Like, why did she want to be on last section and not this fucking section? Um, you, you know, like, th- okay, think about this. Uh-huh. Who, who's Amanda's favorite Game of Thrones character? I don't actually know if I know. Is it? It's probably Theon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, sure. Right? <laughs> Is she it really likes, though? I mean, like he's definitely up there, legitimately. Okay. He's definitely right. up there. All right. She she loves the the broken character, like like sure. the and and I think I do think that maybe the imaging in the movie maybe kind of overtakes some of the the way that it's written in the book. But like she loves the whole like struggle that that Draco has had this year, sure, and and his like battle with like with sanity really to like mm-hmm. get his shit together and like you know she appreciates the position he's in sure definitely. um and so the the fight scene in the bathroom is one of her favorites i love that scene also um i wish it had had like, real consequences more, that scene that sure been nice understood <laughs> right now i that makes sense but so that paired with the fact that like um so it's it's funny actually she she told me what the Sectum Semper chapter, the one where Harry and Draco fight in the bathroom. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Well, what chapters are around that? I looked at it and I was like, oh, dude, that's the chapter after we learn of Horcruxes, like the true oh, sure, memory sure, sure. of Horcruxes. And she was like, oh my God, yes. Like, okay. perfect. Let's, let's okay. just do that. So that's fair enough. Um, I thought maybe Amanda was just going to be a bawling mess uh, at this. So she, <laughs> she probably would be, but no, um, she'd be fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, Amanda's the devil. She doesn't cry. Yeah, she. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, 
That was certainly something. I I might do something I have never ever done and go read the next chapter after we finish. Here. <laughs> I mean, you only have three chapters left. Just I know. I I what down. I worry about if I do do that is though I will by the time wait we wait whoa 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 do do did you just say do do I absolutely <laughs> said do do uh, never forget. <laughs> um, is then uh come next week I I with the way my memory is I will have forgotten. That's well, that probably would happen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have God to have damn. an emergency recording session so <laughs> I can talk about this. So yeah, definitely uh, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and yeah, go hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. Tell your friends, hide your kids, hide your wife. Tell Aunt Muriel, and definitely tell your grandmother to listen to the show we would greatly appreciate it alrighty we will see you guys next time bye